Welcome to the first ever episode of the Geek Out Podcast, where I will rant and rave and throw questions and spark curiosity, hopefully, over different topics in the education department. So since this is my first one, I wanted to start off with something that I've been kind of thinking about more recently as I've been taking an adolescent literature course. Um, Something we hit a lot about is really taking the time to branch out in your reading and find something that may be a little bit out of your comfort zone, but also is educationally good for you to read. So one of the things, or one of my goals for this class, because we had to make goals, was to read culturally diverse books. And when I started thinking about them, and thinking about my past education experiences through grade school, through middle school, through high school, I realized that I have never really read anything outside of the American English, like, barrier. I've never read anything based on another culture or different ethnicities. So I guess my question for this week is why do in our school systems, why do we not introduce culturally diverse class readings? Um, When I first started thinking about some things I read specifically more in high school rather than early and middle school, I came up with things like Romeo and Juliet. Um, Not even just that either. We've read, um, Hamlet uh, and other Shakespearean readings. Uh, I think I had one or two each grade level going through ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. And when I look back on them, like I, one, I did not enjoy them. It was not for me. And two, it had no diversity whatsoever. Other readings were uh, The Great Gatsby of Mice and Men, things like that, which all revolve around white Americans. And um, as uh, in high school and grade school and stuff, my my school was not diverse. Um, we didn't have very many kids of a different ethnicity. Um, if we did, it was maybe five to 10 um, students in each grade level, which is more than some schools have, but still, we did not have that many students of that represent minorities. So I also wanted to pose the question, as the U.S. gets more diverse, we need, why aren't we showing the children, showing them what is coming into this country, what could be the possible future of this country? So one of the things I found it was by um, written by a lady named Mary Ellen Flannery. She was writ- she read it wrote it for the National Education Association. Says um, a lot about mirrors and windows. So this idea is the fact that everyone, every student, no matter how big your school is, no matter how diverse it is, even if you have one Hispanic or one African American student, every single student needs to see themselves in a piece of literature. So this is the idea of a mirror. They can read the book and feel like they're looking into themselves and they're relating to the characters. But on the other hand, it is just as important for 
kids of the majority, so mostly white English-speaking students, to use that type of literature as a window to look into the lives of the these classmates, these students, and get a feel for what it is like to live like that and live a different experience. It will give them a lot more understanding of the world around them because they should not be sheltered in their own hometown. Um, I also read a study written by Sarah Schwartz um, and it says that studies show that black children who receive messages emphasizing cultural pride have higher self-esteem, better social emotional functionings and increased classroom ma management. And that came from Education Week. So my question for this is obviously, and we can even see it here at Heidelberg, there's a lot of us that are the majority group. We will be white female teachers. So if our role as a teacher is to create confident, well-equipped human beings for their futures, why aren't we doing this for them? Especially if we don't look like them, they need to feel welcome and they need to see a sense of themselves in the classroom because they're not seeing that when they see us. Or if they're from a small town, very white community, they're not seeing it in their community either. So another statistic I found, which was alarming, was um, found by Dr. Flores and Dr. Osoro from Color in Colorado. And this statistic was more of like a diagram, so it kind of broke it down. But obviously, since we're in a podcast, I can't really show you that, so I'm just going to read it. So this was taken from 2018. 50% of children's books characters are white. And the next highest percent of characters in the children's book were animals. The second largest category weren't even a representation of the other students within that, that class, that population, all of our country. And so I just, it's very eye-opening to see that like these kids aren't getting to see themselves in literature. And that's where it starts. That is I mean, you think about kindergarten and you think about how many books you read. And if those kids aren't seeing themselves in those books, that's already creating a sheltered environment or an un, not unsafe, but an unwelcoming environment because they cannot see themselves. Um, so then I, you ask the question too, what is the benefits of reading diverse books besides what I've already talked about? So um, writer Danielle from diversebooks.org says it creates a sense of unity and community and also opens up for discussion. And the biggest reason is it sparks curiosity. You have students wanting to understand where other students are coming from, what they value, what their religion is, what their traditions are. And that just opens up so much room for discussion and exploration. And it also gives those children a chance to explain who they are and where they came from. And it can give them a sense of pride. And it will also give them a chance to feel special and feel wanted. Um, Becky from worldcitizens.org also says that it creates a sense of respect and can open our eyes as these children's teachers as well. The world is constantly changing and it is just ignorant to sh shelter ourselves from all the world's wonders. It's important as a teacher to 
always constantly be becoming educated and understanding where our children are coming from and what they like, what they don't like, what is offensive to them. Because even though like I would hope that all of us have a good intention towards all of our students, not knowing or not fully educating yourself upon each and every individual child's culture and ethnicity and religion traditions that you could say things that may not come off correct or politically correct to them and i think it's important for us to set an example that we want to get to know other students and we want to dive into diversity and inclusion because a lot of the times teachers are a child's biggest supporter biggest role model. So if we can create that sense in our classroom, then it will also help them create a sense of that outside of the classroom and the idea of inclusion and opening up to every single person, which is what we need and what we want in this world of change. Alrighty, so that concludes our first podcast. If you guys want me to dive deeper into anything that you heard or anything that was fascinating, obviously leave it in the comments. Um, I haven't decided yet if we're going to further this discussion and dive deeper into it for our next one, or if I'm going to move on to a completely different educational topic. So depending on what questions may arise or what other information I find, it could be more about this topic. So just let me know what you want and um, I will see you next week.